When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Ross Lyons' return to St Kilda is one of the stories of the off-season and his side can now be counted as one of the stories of the season. The Saints are fifth, seven and three after ten rounds. A stingy defence, the bedrock for a hard-running band of players who have caught the eye in the first half of the year. And a big reason for that is the consistent form of this man. Ryan Burns joins us on the line. Ryan, welcome to you. Thanks for having me, Sam. Good to be here. What level of satisfaction sits within you ten rounds in? Uh, yeah, it's been nice. Um, obviously, we're aware we're only 10 rounds in. There's a lot of footy to play, but um, obviously, to have a lot of change at the club, some new coaches come in, learning new ways of playing. Um, we're pretty we're pretty stoked to be at 7-3. and three. Individually, I mean, as someone who is, relatively speaking, still feeling their way in the game, your fourth season, I think, what has the last six months been like? Yeah, it's been good. It's been refreshing. I think with any change comes new opportunities, so... Um, I've just been really enjoying that, working hard. Um, and, yeah, just had a lot of clarity from the coaches and what they expect from me, and it's been good. So, um, yeah, really enjoying my life at the St Kilda Football Club. So, like everyone, I'm assuming, Ryan, you had, you know, a preconceived idea about what Ross Lyon might have been like. I mean, how did those views marry up with reality? Yeah, a little bit. I did. It's hard not to. There's a lot of stories and a bit of a narrative around him. But I tried to keep sort of an open mind because, yeah, you never know until you truly meet someone. and. Um, no, Ross has been great. So uh, can't thank him enough for the work he's done for me and the team so far. So, um, yeah, it's been good. So I think Hunter Clark was saying yesterday on Channel 7 that it, it, for him it, it felt like almost being drafted all over again and, and not just because of Ross, but all the assistants that have come back on board as well. He said it, it almost felt like a new club. I mean, do you feel similar? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of change um, with the football program over the last six months. So... Um, naturally, yeah, it does feel like that again. Um, and it's, it's been good. It's been, like I said earlier, it's been refreshing for a few blokes, um, some new opportunities. Um, yeah, you just sort of get a fresh start and, yeah, build from build from the bottom again, which has been good. So with Ross, Harvey, Hayes, Enright, all those guys, I mean, how has it affected you, Ron, in terms of your role and I guess what's asked of you and expected of you on game day? I think the big one for me is just the confidence that they fill you with game day. Um, obviously all fantastic players in their own right and just hearing them um, talk to you about your game and go through clips with you and pump you up just fills you with so much confidence um, to go out there and perform and they don't try and overcomplicate it or ask too much Um, all they want is just to play your role and um, the rest sort of comes from that Yeah, it makes a massive difference doesn't it so that's just time spent with players with people conversations you know during the week all the things that I guess us outsiders aren't, aren't privy to yeah I, I reckon um, it's been huge for me it's just yeah like I said just filling with confidence um, yeah to play at the level and when Ross comes in I mean is he one does he sit you down for a conversation when when he gets there is whether he does that with every player or whatnot is it something that as I said someone who you know is still settling into a role and a, and a regular spot in the side like you does he sit you down for a conversation around what things look like? Yeah, we had some talks earlier in the season um, just about what 
he sort of saw in me and um, the possibility of um, where I'd play and what that sort of looked like. Um, but beyond that, I think his sort of philosophy is if, if things are going all right, you probably won't hear from him a fair bit. So, um, yeah, in season, it's probably a good thing if I'm not, if I'm not talking to him too much. <laughs> is that like no news is good news? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> the wing role, I mean, how specific is its responsibilities, the do's and the do-nots? I mean, and, and do you need to have a synergy even with Mason Wood on the other side? How does it work in the modern day? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a pretty important role nowadays. We've seen some, some players um, over the last few years really make it their own and probably change the way it's been traditionally played. Like, look at Ed Langdon and how much he runs during a game and the amount of work he does. Melbourne with that sort of off-ball running and setting up their defence. So certainly I've enjoyed it this year. It's, it's a challenge. There's a lot to sort of go through. But yeah, as you said, Mason Wood's been been huge for me as well. He's had a great year in his own right. But just his leadership, um, he knows his stuff. He's, he's very well. At, he does very well at teaching others as well. So um, no, enjoying it. Yeah. So is it, would you describe it as a tactically demanding position? Uh, I think most positions are in, in modern footy. Um I think it'd be remiss of me just to say that it's just the wings role and no one else. There's a lot of um, team defense these days. There's a lot of moving parts. So um, I guess you could say that, but I feel like most positions in, in modern football have that sort of tactical nous to it. And did you play it growing up, whether it be, you know, some beads, Sandy Dragons, were you in more of an inside player? Can you just remind us of your sort of, I guess, your resume coming in? Yeah, I hadn't really played much wing at all um, prior to probably last year. Um, when I came in for a few games, played wing. Um, yeah, growing up was more sort of inside mid. Um, so it's been a change. But as I said, I've had some great help from the coaches around um, and certainly players as well, like Mace, who have uh, yeah, taught me the role. And obviously all Ross Lyon sides, you know, historically have been defensively very sound. I'm, I'm interested to know that that team defence that you referenced earlier um, in the review, the behind the goals vision, maybe more so over summer. How hard was that drilled um, even down to the individual and the position you're expected to take up on the ground in any given moment? Yeah, I feel like it's just um, his overall teaching and coaching. Um, I don't think we've probably haven't drilled down on defence more than um, the other areas of our game. I think it's just the way he teaches and the way he expects us to learn. That's probably been a bit of a shift. Um, yeah, we sort of review the review all the time um, and we're all expected to know our stuff. And I think that's probably... Uh, attributed to how well we're sort of setting up the ground and defending. Yeah. So, again, when a new coach comes in and a new staff as well, I suppose, Ron, how how dramatic is the game style change? I mean, how steep a learning curve was it for you and your teammates? Was there a lot of time spent in the classroom trying to get a handle on all of that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, yeah, as we said, there's been a massive sort of overhaul and um, a lot of new things that we've put into place. So I suppose, yeah, a lot of the summer was, um, Ross likes to say, from the from the class to the grass, so like a lot of learning, and then we go out there, and uh, I think the main thing for us was actually training it. Uh, I, I love a Rossism. I'll add that one to the list from the yeah. class to the grass. Um, yeah, yeah, it is it is fascinating, isn't it? And so at seven and three, and obviously chasing eight and three against Hawthorne, which, which would be the same win loss as, as the same time twelve months ago at your club. I mean, what sort of platform do you think it gives you? Yeah, it's obviously, it's a good position to be in, but at the same time, I think um, we're still working on a lot of things. I think it's probably, it's, it's been good to get the results early in the season, but we, we feel like we're nowhere near the, the finished product um, that we can get to. We're still learning a lot about our football, so we've set ourselves up for a good back half of the year, but, but as I said, there's still a lot to work on. And um, yeah, I suppose 
the old cliche, we'll just be taking it a week at a time yeah. um, and, see, and see where we land. And so without giving away the inner secrets of obviously the way you go about it, what would you say the biggest change, even if you're speaking broadly here, the biggest change from, you know, 12 months ago to now in terms of, you know, um, how the club and the side is expected to perform and, and orchestrate and pull off on game day? Um, I think probably two words that just come to mind is maybe clarity and accountability. I think those two things are pretty broad terms, but um, sort of underline how we want to play and the way we go about it. So um, if we can keep delivering on those two things, and the coaches have been delivering on that, so and I think the players so far have, have done that really well. They'll hold us in good stead. Speaking of young Saint Ryan Burns, Ryan, you couldn't have asked for much more from Max King, could you? In that return game last week, must be awesome to have him back. Yeah, it was pretty special. Um, yeah, obviously great to have him back. I heard Ross talk earlier in the week, and he sort of said it's probably a good thing that Max has come in and we've we've won some games. So he's probably sat on the sidelines and seen that we can win some games without him. It takes a bit of pressure off, and he can sort of build into the game himself. But yeah, we all know he's a special talent um, and what he can do. And yeah, we certainly walk a bit taller when he's out there with us. Yeah, no doubt he's got an enormous amount of natural talent. But I, I don't know. But I looked at it as well, Ryan, when I saw him perform the way he did and thought, geez, that, that speaks volumes about his professionalism and his diligence in his recovery to not just recover from his injury, but to take the time to improve the things that he needed to improve while he was away from the, I guess, the limelight of the of the of weekday action, week-to-week action. Can you let us in a little bit on how he went about it in his recovery? Yeah, he was, as you said. Um very professional and diligent throughout the whole process. Um, I think he identified some areas that he wanted to improve in with his endurance um, and just his physicality and body work. And yeah, there's a number of times in our sort of meetings where we were pumping him up for the amount of hours he was doing at the club. Um, he was always around all day, um, still learning, but still working on himself. Um, so yeah, it's no surprise to the, to the players that he came back and had an impact the way he did. How's Mitch Owens going? Yeah, he's doing well. Um, obviously, a pretty horrific looking injury um, and he's still in concussion protocols for this week. So he'll miss at least this week, but um, he, he certainly is recovering well. And uh, at the moment, touch wood, all is going, all is going to plan. Yep. And and what about Tim memory? I think I saw him listed as an, an emergency. So um, again, I know you're not in the medical room as, as a doctor and whatnot, Ryan, but how's he sort of tracking? Yeah. So he's out of his concussion protocols. Um, but yeah, as you said, listed as emergency. So whether he plays as a sub or, um, for Sandringham, I'm not too sure yet. But, yeah, he's obviously had a tough start to the year. He sort of had his knee surgery and still trying to get that right and then the concussion. So, um, yeah, I have no doubt that sort of he'll get a little reset over the bye and he'll be playing some really strong football for us when, when push comes to show at the end of the year. So 145 tomorrow, Marvel Stadium, you've got the Hawks who are coming off a 100-plus point win. Uh, we know they've had their challenges. We know where they're at, obviously, in terms of their evolution. What sort of danger do they present to you tomorrow, do you think? Yeah, they are. It's probably a good word. They're a dangerous team. Um, we know that, obviously, they're young and they're still trying to build some consistency in their system. So, But certainly when um, when they get it right, they can, they can kick a big score, as they did against West Coast. So, um, yeah, we'll be coming to play for sure. We, uh, yeah. We'll expect the expect threat, and um, yeah, it should be good. So hopefully we can get a, a big crowd down. It's our first sort of home game in, in nearly a month um, and our chance to celebrate Sir Doug Nichols' round. And then you get the rest. Then you get a bye. What are you going to do with yourself? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, no, it'll be good rest. It's been, a, it's been a hot start to the year. So 
yeah, put the feet up and um, yeah, relax for a little bit. Ross has been pretty, from what I understand anyway, pretty, I don't know if generous is the right word, but accommodating when it comes to giving you guys some time off out the other side of a weekend. So have you formulated a plan for the for the bye week where you get a good block of time, you know, to, to disengage? Yeah, I think we've got from sort of the Sunday after the game um, and then we're not required back in until Saturday. So he's pretty good. It's a high high trust program. Um Obviously, he gives us the two days off post games as well, um, which has been really good. You just all the boys tick off their own sort of recovery in their own time, get to sleep in, um, and yeah, it sort of helps us keep fresh. It's been we're working well. Well, it's the Saints and the Hawks. It's tomorrow at Marvel Stadium, as I say, one forty-five. The bounce. You want to get along, Saints fans? Your side hunting eight-three start to the campaign. Ryan, great to talk to you, mate. Best of luck for for this weekend and the season beyond. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me. There's Ryan Burns there. And you can join the Saints this weekend as they take on the Hawks, of course. And you want to visit them online, saintsmembership.com.au or call one 467 246 today.